0: Okay, so we're going to jump back into our series, trying to get into the depth of the parsha through the prism of the Torah of the Tasha Rebbe. And of course, before I begin, I want to express my appreciation to all of you for joining. It means a great deal to me. It means a great deal to us. And this is a collaborative, collective effort. Right? It's not one of us speaking and the others of us listening. It's all of our neshamas trying to come together at least in this virtual space to try to make a kli, make a vessel for the deep messages that are baked in to Parsha's Tazria to enable us to approach this Parsha with a feeling that there's a message here for me, especially in this Parsha that doesn't seem to be so relevant for us today it's bursting with relevance and it's our objective tonight to to try Basyata deshmaya to reveal and to uncover some of that relevance in our personal lives from this week's parasha. And, of course, as always, there's a collective siyata dashmaya that takes place, Dafka when you didn't come together. Different people from different backgrounds, from all around the world. And it's just a tremendous privilege to be among you. And so thank you for joining. So, with siyata dashmaya, we're going to jump in. And the Tasha is talking about just generally, not getting into the Chiluke Dinim now, it's an extraordinarily complicated parasha. And when you get into the Dinim of the different kinds of Negoim, the different kinds of, of, of Tsaras, on a person, on clothing, on the houses, and all the different Chiluke Dinim, it's, it's, a, it's a very complicated area of Halacha. But over here we just want to look at the general concept of Negoim Beklalius. And what that might mean for us in our lives, thousands of years, after this, what's described as by the Ramban as a nase and other Rishonim, this nase no longer takes place. We're not zoyche to the nega of these negaim, as we're going to discuss in a different in a different manner, a different kind of nega that we are so to speak zoiche to, and we'll speak about what that means and that and I use that word specifically, as we'll see. But we're gonna we're going to try to address the general topic and to uncover some of the relevance, not only for our generation, but specifically to the times that we're experiencing now. The parasha begins by speaking about all of these different kinds of negaim that a Jew could experience on his skin. Different kinds of blemishes. And then goes on to present all the different dinam of how the Koyihin will know is this Saras or is this just a skin affliction and so on and so forth. But before we jump into the Rebbe's Torah just to address the time period that we find ourselves in. We are living in extraordinary times by any measure. Generationally in terms of our moment in history where we're holding in terms of the Khajbin of Shabbos being the goal, meaning to say the seventh millennium, the 7,000th year, and certainly the 6,000 years before that and where we're holding in terms of our journey toward that place. Negoyim is translated as blemish or affliction. So great to see you, Nate, brother. Thank you for joining. So in terms of generally where we are, but specifically in our more recent experiences of blow after blow after blow. Tragedy after suffering, after confusion, after an experience of everything breaking apart to the point that we didn't know that the parts could become further broken. And one week later, and a half a week later, and it's been like this from the onset of corona, maybe even before that, with all of the, the the mental, physical, and emotional confusion, not in that order, physical first, and then more emotional, and then really mental in certain cases, confusion that that's brought upon us and the difficulties that we've suffered. And then after that, when we're about to come out of it, the whole union with Ukraine, and then Ami specifically, the tragic loss of Reb Chaim Kanievsky. And tragic loss doesn't just have to mean when a person's young and a person dies in a tragic way. It means to say that any loss, really every loss is a tragic loss. But in the sense of what Rav Chaim's loss, which we spoke about, I believe, the last time we had a parashashir, portends for Am Yisrael, that's a tragedy, what that is. But, but again, beyond that, we, 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 we didn't even have time to grapple with or to try to, to try to process not having Rav Chaim Kanievsky in the world anymore, and then the wave of terror here in Yerushalayim and here in Eretz Yisrael. The Svarim say that when Yaakov Avinu sent a tribute, a mincha, to his brother Esav, he told the messengers, and it's brought in the Pesach, revach tasimu b'in eder le'eder, which literally means leave a space between the flocks. And Rashi explains there that Yaakov even wanted to make it appear to Esav, who's on the receiving end of all of these flocks, that this was like it was never ending. It was just an endless caravan. It wasn't all coming at once. It was just one carriage and then another carriage laden with all kinds of goodies. And then another carriage. Revach Tassim, say this Am Yisrael is destined to go through trouble after trouble after trouble. And we're going to speak a lot about troubles in this piece from the Tasharad. Trouble after trouble after trouble. The Adarim in the Pasuk on a deeper level are hinting to these challenges that Am Yisrael is going to face. The Aid is the Nakuda. First of all, it's connected to the concept of He'eder, which means lack. And the aid is Bahamius. It's a flock. It's lowliness. It's physicality. It's experiencing the opposite of a spiritual revelation and illumination. But the tzaddikim say that Yaakov Avinu, when he left a space between those flocks of sheep, means to say that Yaakov, affected by a Baruch Hu, that if Am Yisrael is destined to experience for one reason or another, and we'll discuss this now, we're going to experience challenges. At least revach tasimu b'n eider At least leave a space between them. Let them not come, boom, you know, makkah after makkah after makkah after makkah at least let us catch our breath let us stop, let us process let us recover and of course this is correlating to the concept of Dibur not getting into it because it's not our subject tonight we have a whole Torah to learn and it's pretty lengthy so after the Shemaya, we'll have speed as we usually do but the concept of Dibur means to say that there are words and we mention this a little bit in the story of our lives in a different context, there are words that are made up of letters but those letters, in order to be able to be read, need to have a space between them. And only then are we able to understand that, okay, in the gathering together of all of these different kinds of, of letters, we're able to say that this is, this is a word now. And each letter is a letter in and of itself. And that's the concept again, revach ben eder that we're able retrospectively to look back at Jewish history and look at the gadol, look at the big picture, and to see how Hakadosh Baruch has been moving us along. But at least it's legible. At least you can read something because there's a revach ben eder and whatever that word is, and I tell you that word is av. That's the word. And I tell you, the word is dvekus, and the word is ar, and, and the word is everything good, but we can only read it retrospectively looking back in time with a revach tosimu bein eder le But we find ourselves in, in, in an experience, in a massive now, in our generation, and over the past two, three years specifically, but it's of course it's been like this even beforehand, where it's kemat, you don't experience a revach, you don't even know how to read the word. It just seems to be a mass of ink, just a, congl- a conglomerate of, of, of pain and suffering and struggle without the ability to stop and to process. And at this point, we scream out Ad masai, because we're not even able to understand our suffering. We're not even able to read it as representing any kind of legible message. When there's no Revach ben Eidol Eidol, then we can't read the word. And so from this place, we're calling out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. At this moment in time, Like the Lubavitcher Rebbe used to constantly, constantly stress and to try to foster within the Chassidim, Not to let HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, be goiser in the world. Like Rebbe Nachman said, don't let God do what He wants. And of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't do it. He doesn't want this. He wants that we should conquer Him with prayer. Like the Pasuk says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu rejoices when we conquer Him. He doesn't want us to sit back, put our hands behind our back like a certain comedian and allow ourselves to get slapped in the face without doing anything. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to stand up strong like Mention and to Shray Ad Masai not to let him not to let me goiver, not for a moment. To continue, to continue to believe in our Koyach atfila, to Davin, to say Reboinu We know you're trying to communicate with us. We All we want to do is to learn the Torah that, com- that sometimes comes in the form of disassociated letters, each of which seems to represent another letter Vav, which like Rabbi Nachman says in the Torah, Aleph is like a stick. And we're getting hit over the head and hit over the head and another Vav and another Vav. And before we know it, at least we're able to realize it's ms. Each vav is another nukuda of em's, v'yatze v'nachin Because at least we recognize that they're separate vavs. At least we, there's a revach to simu b'in edel eider. But master of heaven and earth, we're standing here and we can't even read the letters. We possibly don't know what you're trying to communicate to us. And it's my bracha to you and to me and to all of us not to give up on tefillah. You can give up on everything else in the world because everything else in the world is a we to give up on. When Rabbi Nachman said, Ein I believe that specifically it's referring to the capacity of the Jew to daven. Because Rabbi Nachman says in a number of other places in the Kutumran, for example, in Tahritesh and, and, and in other places, Rabbi Nachman says, Hateva kach, Nature and the regular boundaries of the world in which we live, has its limitations. And in that place, there could be Yish, because a circumstance and a situation could look so bad that it just seems like there's no way out. And you might be right on the level of our perception in this world. But tefillah's meshana teva, So the ancient Yish, the place of no despair, finds expression in our capacity to speak. Kim igod gadol, asher kim kroy Bechol karenu kareinu love Am Yisrael's gedula, says Rebbe Nachman in another place, kol gedula seinu is in, in our mouth, in, is in our ability to pray. Am zu yitzartali apeiru, as all of us know, the inner meaning of the word Adam, if you open up each letter, Aleph, Dal, Mem, and so on and so forth, spells mispalel, mispalel, I believe in, in, in Adam, the hidden letters. The Aleph, just taking the Lamid and the pay of Aleph, leaving the Aleph out. The Dalid is is right is is is, is Lamid Yud Taf and so on and so forth. If you bring all those letters together, it spells Mispalel. That's the Penimias of what Adam is Adam Kriem Adam Lo Ya Umasayim Adam. We have this capacity to scream to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Like the Gemara in, sa, in Brachas says, "Afilu Cheriv Chadam Unachas Al Tzavari Shal Adam Al Yim Nats Moy even if there's a sharp sword on our necks, don't give up. Keep on davening, keep on yearning, keep on conquering, inch by inch by inch by inch, with simcha and confidence. And Be'ezra Shem, I bless us, Mamish, that we should come to the end of this of this ader. And, and it should be, Mamish, the last ader. It should mamish be the last Eder, and, and, and it should be, we're gonna realize it subsequently that it was never a letter. It was the exclamation point. This this tkufa now that was so much joined together that we couldn't even make out letters because it wasn't Rebat Tasimub bin Eidila Eidher. It turns out it wasn't a letter. It was Mamish the punctuation of all the words that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had been speaking to us, and it's one word, like I said before, it's Ahava. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love for us and we can't understand it and we're going to learn about this now. What we're experiencing now, I bless me and you, Mamish. we should come to the place where the Biyaz Goyal Tzedek to turn around and see this last kufa as the big, fat, bold exclamation point. Ahava. And that's why there was no space, because it was never a letter bichlal, and it was no new word. Let's see what the Tasha Tashrabe says with that introduction. We should only hear b'suris taivas. Enough is enough, mamish. Dayenu, dayenu already. Ad masai. Amru chazal b'medrash v'zela Say chazal and the Yekar Rabbah. Amr Rav Huna b'shem Ravishua bar Avin Rav says in the name of Ravishua bar Avin that in geya tchila. HaKadosh doesn't go ahead and affect the person's own life first, to cause a person to leave the world in accordance with the lack of alignment with our mission, which is why we're here in the first place. This world is only a premise for the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate mission that we're on. And in as much as we're not aligned with that, so the question is, HaKadosh might make a calculation that it's not even worth it. It's not, it's not on your but it's not worth it. I'd rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather take you back up. What's the point? But that's not the first act, the first move of Hashem in response to a person's mistaken wandering. Even a person who experiences experiences afflictions. First they'll come in a person's house. The most removed from the person himself. If a person still doesn't do tshuva, And we know that there's a tzara's on a person's clothing. That's a little bit closer to home. If a person is still not understanding and getting the message, then it will come on a person's, on a person's body. If a person does chuba right away, he'll become purified. And it's seen by the kohen and it's declared as impure. Badad yeshev. Then he needs to sit alone outside the camp, and we hope that in that experience, in a in a in a in a sort of uh, a mandatory hispodidos, at least there he'll be able to connect with what's really going on and reflect on the purpose of life and do chuva. Hare, we see from this ma'amach hazal the whole purpose of this concept of negayim was for the purpose of causing a person to recognize the dismal nature of his or her spiritual state and to do chuvah. That was the purpose. It was a negative, at least according to this chazal, it was a negative thing. And it came to reflect a person's misalignment with the ultimate purpose for which we're in this world in the first place. That's this chazal. But we carry on the ilulahalon. but further bipasigwanasati, negataras, the Baruch that introduces this concept of a negataras on a house, on the stones. Rashi quotes the words of our sages. It's a good news. It's a good thing. Famously, that when we find and when they found and it came to Yerushalayim, certainly, or Eretz Yisrael, and they found that there were there were plagues on the houses, it was a good sign. Why? Because all of the, the previous inhabitants had hidden all their treasures in the walls because they thought they were going to be exiled just for a little bit of time, be able to win, be able to come back, and they would find their treasures. And Hashem wanted that the Jewish people should know what was there. And so the law is, you need to break out that part of the wall that the blemish is on. And what would they find? All the treasures. What do we see from here? It was an exceedingly good thing. Kol Yisrael For all the 40 years, they were preparing, they were stockpiling, they were putting everything away. And when they came and they saw a blemish there, what did they do? They cut it out. Ah, they cut it out. Now they were able to see the treasures. Nimsa, well, according to this Maimur Chazal, it's very different than the previous Maimar Chazal. What do you find here? It seems to be mevuar, it seems to be explained in this batim bauk de legalis lamatamoinias. That the plagues upon the houses were actually there to enable them to find a treasure. How do we fit these two Mamor Chazal together? They seem to be contradictory. Again, the first Maimar Hazal seemed to say that first, when a person's not doing the proper thing, Hashem will send him a nega on the bias. And if he still doesn't do tshuva, it'll show up on his clothing. If he still doesn't do tshuva, it'll show up where? On his body. And the second Marmer Chazal seems to say, no, what do you mean the Goyim on the houses? It has nothing to do with a person not doing tshuva, it has nothing to do with a person not being aligned with his spiritual purpose. On the contrary, it was there for treasures. Now how do we put these two things together? Says the Gazisa Tashereb, what a privilege to learn his words with you. Says the Tashereb, we can explain with the following up. Amru Khazal. what the Gemara says in Brachas, a very famous Amru Chazal, Chayiv Adam Levale Levarich Al Haraa Kishem Shuhum Evarich Pretty strong demand. A person is obligated to make a blessing over the negative in the same way that a person is commanded to make a blessing over the positive. Says the Tash Rebbe of Zetzarach, Bi How are we to understand this? Shahare, he says, or heich amru chazal belashen chayiv. How could chazal go ahead and describe this as being obligatory which is Adam Yeshua that we need to praise Hakarish Baruch. Hu. We need to react with the same joy over a negative tiding as we would react to a positive tiding. Hariza rakli school is an extraordinarily high level. The biggest Sadiqim, Halavai, they should get to this place of emuna. We're human beings. How could the Gemara say chayiv? Ilu, this is obligatory, and if we don't react this way, there's something wrong. I mean, this, is, this is an extremely, extremely lofty level. He says, one of the explanations for this is the following. When a person experiences on a personal level challenges, or a person experiences afflictions, either personally or nationally, like we were describing before. If a person believes that, yes, this thing is bad, and this thing doesn't seem to be l'chatchila, if I could have had it any other way, I, could have, I would have had it every other way. But we understand deep inside, and such a person understands deep inside, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not send anything to the world or to the Adam B'frat that is ra. Like the Baal put it, this is, a, is an astounding line. He says, evil is only the lowest level of the good. That's what evil is, the lowest level of the good. There's no such thing as evil because in some sense and in some way and on some level, one day everything will become clear to us. We are trapped in a very limited consciousness. And by the way, we're asked to respect that consciousness and there are laws about mourning and HaNad Baruch doesn't expect that we should try to completely subdue and eradicate our emotions. It's a very fine balance. But even with the mourning and even with the reacting the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants a human being to react because we're B'nai Yisrael and Yaakov Avinu, whose Yisrael, of course, is the balance between all the different Midas, both from the side of reacting incredibly joyously when good things happened, and also he understood how to get upset. And that's our milos is that we're active, is that we're alive. Yaakov Avinu lo'y'meis. Rishoim hafilim hachayim and Yaakov Avinu lo'y'meis. David, Melech, Yisrael, chay v'kayim. We're alive, and we're supposed to feel the feelings that are intrinsic to what it means to be alive in a healthy human way. But underlying all of that, we need to walk with the realization that at the end of the day, and you can use D, you know, day with a capital D, meaning to say at the end of this whole Sipur, this whole story from the beginning of time until the end of time, The deepest level of our experience is a level that, that Hashem never sends us anything, that on the deepest, most ultimate level is Lurasse. Is, 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 even though it's so challenging for us to grasp that, that's the point. Elokei is al yodam Lachuvah. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is constantly sending us messages. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is constantly communicating to us. Like we said before, Revach Ben Eider Eider. It's the it's the space between the the letters. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is uttering a word. Hakadosh Baruch Hu means to articulate something. He wants to speak with us, and in so doing, he wants to draw us into dialogue, because Hakadosh Baruch Hu has no one to talk to. And so he spoke and we were created so that we could be on the receptive end of his speech. And that's why man comes at the very end of creation. Because the first six days of creation is the Kaddish Baruch who is speaking. Then he creates man who immediately manifests as the as the being that's able to listen to all the divor of the six days. Kaddish Baruch who is speaking to us. Amazing. And he's speaking to us on the good days and he's speaking to us on the th- on the days that appear negative. <laughs> on the good days and the not so good days. It's all Hashem trying to wake us up. Not in a scary way like a Kurdish Baruch was like, oh, he's just shaking us and he's he's so upset with us. No. In the most loving, gentle way like a father who's obsessed with his son wants to wake him up for Vasikin, not because he's trying to put upon his kid levels that the kid is not ready for, but because he knows that the kid is so excited about Davening Vasikin, but he's so nervous, you know, he's not, he's, he himself is not sure is it the right thing, it's so early in the morning, but he knows the kid really wants to come and it's going to be special to walk with Abba or Tati or Daddy early in the morning before, before the son wakes up and there's going to be a good kiddish afterwards and the kid's going to feel so satisfied. How does, how does that Abba wake up the kid so softly, so gently? That's what it means that a Baruch is trying to wake us up. Softly and gently. It doesn't feel that way because that's what it takes. But the nature of the waking up is Be'etzim gentle. Even when it feels like a Baruch is sending a hurricane to our bed to shake us out of the house in our PJs. And maybe we end up at the, you know, at shul. Like, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem is mamish waking us gently. Because all He wants is to walk with us to shul before the sun rises. All HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, and I, and I mean that metaphorically, before the sunlight of Geula rises, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to walk with Him. At the end of time, before the sun rises, in the dark, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, let's spend some time together. he says, mm-hmm. I And mean, a person is wise and a person says, okay, that's it, that's a, that's a telegram from a Baruch Hu. That's a WhatsApp message, that's an email. A Qurish still has an asec with me. Rabbi Ahmad says an astounding thing in Sikhasra. None of us should ever know, not not in our own lives, we should never even hear of such a thing. And all of ambi Yisrael should never, ever, ever have to experience what I'm what I'm about to describe. Rabbi Nachman says in Sikh Hasran, I can look it up now, it's going to take too much time. But the tzaddik says, he says, if a person loses a child, there's nothing more painful, there's nothing more tragic. I, I, you know, I, I, I can't even go into that muchen right now, what that, what that is, to even think about what that might be like. Rabbi Nachman wanted to use the most extreme example of Yesurem. The most extreme, the most excruciating experience that a person could have in this world. Rebbe Nachman asks a penetrating question. And again, this is super high Madrega. and if a person's not holding there, that's fine. It's, it's an extremely, but we have to at least know that such a madriga exists so that we know where this train is supposed to be headed. No matter how many stops we feel we need to take along the way, says Rebbe Nachman, just a question. Mi lakach, Who took this child away? Hare, says, says Rabbi Nachman, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the child away. He says, Nimtza, and I can't remember the exact blush right now, you'll forgive me, but Rabbi Nachman says, Nimtza emerges that in a certain sense this is indicative more than anything of a Baruch Hu's direct involvement in the person's life, more so than when good things happen. More so than when good things happen. Because if a terrorist is running around Ben Brak, and Rahman al-Islan, it could be anyone, and Rahman al could, and so on and so forth, and, and, and every bullet like, you know, the Rashi Yeshiva used to say, has an address, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, has an Indian and an ASEC. And that family means to say HaKadosh Baruch Hu, did this freak thing, but that means to say that he, he has an ASEC with us. Even more so than all other people. And that doesn't mean that it takes away an iota of the pain. And like I said before, HaKadosh Baruch wants to preserve our humanity. And they have mourning to do. And we have consoling to do. All this is true but on the ultimate level when that family and those families Nebuch Rahmanul, are able to get there and when we can stop for a second and go deep into a place for the purpose of chizuk, and then go back to the place of our humanity and continue to feel and continue to be noisah and continue to be broken to pieces and continue to, to enact what Chazal say that whoever shares in the pain of Am Yisrael will be zoiche in the end to share in the simcha of Am Yisrael. all of that but in a moment to be able to dig deep for ourselves into the well Springs of what we know we need to survive as Yidin We need to dig deep, and we need to realize that Hakadosh Baruch Hu was sending a message, mamish It was a gilui I know that sounds crazy. It was a gilui of eloquis. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is revealing Himself in that way. Crazy, extremely high level. But a person's able to say, whoa, Hashem just interacted with me. That was HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It was an Arab terrorist. It was a Russia. It was a, it, was a, it was a beast. It was a Pere Adam. It was HaKadosh Baruch Hu in, a, in an insane way that we can't understand. Says the Tashareba when a person is able to reach this consciousness. who is is sending all of us a message whenever we encounter death, which I said earlier in a different sheer, uh, I don't think it was recorded when I was in London. I spoke to the Chevre over there and I said, Why is it the society, you never notice this? Society, How many, how many 80 year olds do you see just on the street, walking around? How many 80 year olds do you see in advertisements? How many 80-year-olds do you read about, watching movies and so on and so forth? Very few. Society likes to shut away the old, put them away because they don't want us to really think about any of that stuff because they'd rather us just live in the moment, consumerism, complete the cycle of gratification and want and lack and need and all the shtuyot of Allah but they don't want us to think about the big picture. And on the one hand, it could be extremely depressing to contemplate that nekudah. Because say it's only like a, like a, you know, it's, 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 if this doesn't work and that doesn't work, then Yaskol Yom You know, it's the third, it's the third, you know, you resort to that at the end if you need to shake yourself and myself awake. But from time to time when we encounter this reality, and it's not for the purpose, and I think we mentioned this in previous and even recently. It's not for the purpose of like morbidity or like you know to 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 to, to, to have us think in such a dark way. That's not the point. Adorab. It's to encourage us to live more purposefully when we realize and encounter how fragile life is. We just spoke about this, like obviously the Ukraine war, right? When we when we when we start to appreciate things that otherwise we just take totally for granted. To stop for a second, realize, whoa, one second, it's not so push it that I'm alive, it's not it. Why am I here? For what purpose? Who am I? What is this Yiddishkeit? What is this Tefillin? What is this Shabbos? I had a privilege of sitting with a yid in my house last night, Mamish, the sweetest of the sweet, the deepest of the deep, Mamish Kipshutai, and we were sitting and talking, we were talking about different, different things in Yiddishkeit, Shabbos and Tefillin and so on and so forth, And I told him, I said, before we even have this conversation, we need first to define our terms. Because when you say Shabbos and when I say Shabbos, it's two completely different things. And what I say Shabbos and what a tzaddik says Shabbos, completely different things. We have to, we, we know all of the erichin. we know all of the Kinuyim, all of the different terminologies, we know Eretz Yisrael, and the Tzadik, and Shabbos, and Gemara, and Tefillah, and Hashem, and, 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 and the Jewish nation, and Israel, and, and we know all the definitions. But, but ome? Oh, can we expand the definitions? Can we get into what these things are so that we'll realize collectively that we don't hate Shabbos, it's just we don't know what Shabbos is? And we don't abhor wearing tzitzis, it's just we have no clue what tzitzis are in the first place. What is life? What is life? Sometimes it takes a little bit of being shaken. And it can feel like a violent shake. But we understand that the violent shake and the violence is only itself a facade for something super gentle. Because the Kodesh Baruch Hu wants the best for us. Because he's our father and a father wants what's best for his son it's all a father wants. Even though the kid can't understand it, certainly a toddler, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, and you're trying to save the kid's life by helping him inch away rahman from a dangerous circumstance and the kid can't understand it and he's kicking and screaming at the edge of a cliff and you're trying to coax him and you're trying to help him and you're trying to convince him to step back and the kid can't understand it. Why are you making my life miserable? All of us are adults, right? We're little babies. and We cannot understand Hashem's mind in the same way that a toddler cannot understand the mind of an adult. And However much the distinction is between the capacity of an adult and the capacity of, 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 a, of, a, of a toddler is PLF, I would say, infinite is the distinction between what our minds are able to grasp in the sense of morality and in the sense of what we consider to be just and the sense of what we consider to make sense and what a Baruch Hu is doing with the world. We know nothing. Nothing. Clum. Now, I, I always have to go back. Doesn't mean we're not entitled to feel pain. Doesn't mean we're not entitled to feel confused. Doesn't mean we're not entitled to feel angry. Doesn't mean we're not entitled to all these things. We are, and Hashem is mekaddish, all of that. Hashem -Hashem makes Kiddush Levana every split second. The Levana is the Jewish nation, of course. Hashem is mekaddish, all of that, all the time. Kiddush Levana. Hashem wants that. Anshei Kiddush, right? Anshei Kiddush to you, The Katsuker says, Anshei not Not to become holy celestial beings. And he, wants, he wants holy people, state people. But with this deep awareness underlying that, says the Tasha Rebbe, when a person allows him or herself to appreciate suffering and pain in this way, and it's hard, it's darn hard, <inaudible> the person is able to experience the transformation of, of those experiences of suffering, pain, into streams of blessing and pleasantness. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will show him that within the pain itself, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is sending us a message, communicating to us, It's a message from God. And it's a message of love, even though it doesn't feel that way. Like we say in the piyut Yisrael Noisha, whom itoich tsara himsiam pedus uravacha. From within the tsar itself, like Rabbi Nachman's famous teaching, bit tsar hirchavtali. It's within the challenge, it's within the pain that we can find Hakadosh Baruch Hu being marviach and expanding and widening this constriction all the time. There's always a silver lining. And we realize that it's not that there are clouds and there's a silver lining. It's that all there is is the silver lining. All there, Meaning to say all there is is light. And the clouds that cover up that light is, ext- is something decidedly secondary. But the light is all there is. But at least the, the fact that all that underlies this darkness is light manifest within the silver lining okay but at least we recognize that we recognize that this gunman running like a maniac I, there, are, there are no words to describe the, the the rishos there are no words to describe what this thing is there are no words to describe it the, the, i don't think the english language nor the hebrew language evil does not encapsulate what, what what's going on here it just doesn't imamish doesn't it's a parasite it's a cancer i i, I don't know what to at what what word to use what, the, what this, what this mahalach is. But the fact that he points his gun in the face of a teenager and at a, bi- a bicyclist riding by and tries to shoot and the, jam- and the gun jams, that doesn't take away from the pain that there were neshamas that were taken that night and that were robbed and that were ripped away from their children and from their spouses and from their parents and from their families. Doesn't take away from that. But it's just another wink from a Kaddish Baruch who's saying, listen, Hebra, don't get so caught up in the tragic nature of what's happening in the confusion to miss the essential message that can still apply even though it's a tragic situation and even though you have every right to be confused and even though you have every right to be anxious and even though you have every right to be angry even in a sense. Good. Express all those emotions in a healthy way. Express those, feel those, feel those That's That's you being a person. That's okay. But while all of that is true, find me in there so that you don't completely miss the point of me trying to enter your life for the purpose of further encouraging you to make use of every moment. Make use of every moment of life. Vichy in Eis of Svaramak Doyishma, that's what's brought in the Svaranki Dereh Hatsadikim, La Amtikashat Sarra Al Yadishim is Hapchim, as Oesias Tsara, La Osias Ritse. We can switch around the letter tsura, which means tragic pain, and we can find the word goodwill, ritsei. Or if we search around the letters again, it can spell the word tsoihar, which means a glowing light. This oisios negali inyonenu in terms of the negatsaraz. That word that means affliction, the letters can be switched around to spell oineg incredible pleasure, incredible pleasantness. HaKadosh Baruch you're with me. HaKadosh Baruch you want me to live life purposefully, consciously, I can't fix the world. I have only one madman to fix and that's myself. And in so doing, hopefully, that sends vibrations and that sends spiritual energy and that practically sends a message to others with regard to what human life can look like. And 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 and, and all of us are trying to go ahead and further and further and further focus our trajectory in this life toward creativity, toward positivity, toward opportunity. Optimism toward channeling light to remember that we're here and I bless us with long happy and healthy lives But in a very fragile way and that every moment and split second is another gift and it's gifted to us for a purpose And when we do that then all of the tragedies that we experience and hear about Become in a certain sense sweetened because they are no longer meaningless tragic they're tragic painful gut-wrenching pain Innocence robbed from the eyes of children, who should never even have to contemplate this kind of behavior that doesn't exist in their world where their eyes are still full of light. Tragic. Meaningless not. And in a certain way, that's a little bit of a hantaka. It's a little bit of a sweetening. It's a little bit of finding the ritsei in sara. It's a little bit finding the tsoyhar in Sara. It's a little bit finding the oineg in nega. To say Shalalam, this is not for naught and I'm not going to allow myself to be knocked down by this but very much on the contrary. I'm going to allow myself to become strengthened and to march into the future with further clarity and to take on things for ourselves and to further try to be miyashir, try to straighten out and smooth out our lives and thereby to go ahead and take this otherwise bewildering and absurd experience of insanity and inject it with meaning. And this is the Tashareb is the explanation. Says the Tasher. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean. That right after that terrible thing happens, we're supposed to say, thank you Hashem, everything's fine, you know, and, and react in such a way, mamish, like we just got the best news in the world. That's not what that's not what's expected of us. And that's not what Chazal are saying. It means that we are expected to react to things that we experience that appear negative with the consciousness of understanding from whence these negative things derive, and that's HaKadosh Baruch who's love, and that's HaKadosh Baruch who wanting to gently shake us awake even though we can't fathom how, and we think that there are a thousand other better ways to do it, and so on and so forth. When we hear of that negative thing, immediately our initial reaction after being broken in a moment of Yishavadas is to say, Okay, now that I've been reminded once more of the fragility of life, and now that I've been reminded once more what kind of gift stability is, which of course is an illusion, and I bless us to continue to experience that illusion, but to see past it and to see it as being a gift and to express our gratitude for all those things that we consider to be quote-unquote normal, To be mis'arabit shuva, umitoich kach, yiz ke shayusurim yishap chulalatoiva. Then we will be able to derive the latent possibility of good within the brokenness. Vaz yuchalavarech alara, kesheim shemavarech alatoiv. And that will enable you to say, you know something, there is something good here. So it doesn't mean that we're reacting to the negative circumstance and pretending that like we don't even care and it didn't even register and I'm sure it's all for the best and who cares and become callous to other people's suffering. That's not what Chazal is suggesting. Chazal is saying, you know what the chiyuv is, what the obligation is? Livare ala ra. ala Get to a place where just as you are able to recognize the meaningfulness of a positive bisura. You're able to recognize the meaning within Ra because we are taking a lesson from this. That's what the Chiyuv is. How the negative experience in and of itself Represents the true toiv, represents the true salvation. Even though, much like the toddler, we are completely unable to fathom it. This is what emuna means. Everybody knows this famous. In the day we declare HaKadosh Baruch Hu's goodness. Meaning to say, when everything is clear and when we're able to see it and it's Pashid to us. And Am Yisrael are lifted up and the Rishayim are subdued. That's Pashid and clear to us. But the realm of the emunascha is only by leilais is only by leilais is only when it's dark and only when it's challenging. And we feel that everything's been taken from us in that moment of feeling that we have nothing, we are uniquely gifted something. And the something that we are gifted now that everything's been taken away is the possibility to express our faith in a way that's intensely extreme to the extent that no other expression of faith matches up to this. That's what we're given when HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes everything away. Bocha vehemidon al-Achas what does it mean, al-achas? doesn't just mean the Chabakuk came, synthesized everything that there is into one principle, v'tzadik It means that certainly. But it also means to say that, do you know, when faith is able to give us life, when it's al-achas. When you have nothing left but faith. When everything has been taken away except the achas, that's when faith is a faith of life and not just lip service. Ba al When faith is all you have left, precisely because it's all you have left.. With this, we can also explain the Nikuda of the Nigebatim that we had in the beginning, if you remember, the contradiction or the apparent contradiction between the two, Mammari Chazal. Then on the one hand, we have the first chazal that says an incredible thing. The chazal says that a Qurish Baruch Hu is coming to try to bring us to tshuva further and further. First, he makes it appear on the houses, and then if it doesn't work on our on our clothes, and then if it doesn't work on our bodies. And then the second Chazal that seems to say that a Kaddish Baruch who puts a nega on a house in order to reveal some kind of treasure, how do you put these two things together? Says the Gatash Rebbe. it's simple. (laughs) That the words of Chazal, these two approaches, are not contradictory one to the other. (laughs) Certainly, step one is that it's a negative thing. No pun intended, a negative thing. Okay, not so bad. I've had better ones. Negative things, right? So that's the first Nikuda. Okay, that's level one. It's a negative thing. But it's a meaningful negative thing. And in as much as it's a meaningful negative thing, guess what? If you tap into the meaning and apply it, you know what step three is? You find a treasure. It's one Maimar Chazal. It's talking about two stages. The first stage is that it's a nega, negative thing. Oh, Lipa beat me to it, right? He has a song, Negativity or something like that. Okay, okay. so he brought down the Chidosh to the world. So that's the first step. It's a nega. it's a negative thing. Step two is that it's there for a purpose, for the purpose of being, returning in tshuva, being awoken in a a very spiritual and beautiful, holy way. And then step three, that's the treasure, hainu hach. Of course it's what the Medrash says. Now the first thing is the nega is there to wake us up. And this the Chazal, in the second chazal say, that it's a positive thing if a person utilizes the possibility of meaning and a challenge. And he utilizes the Laila in order to express the Emuna when when everything's been taken away. That the person goes ahead and utilizes the opportunity gifted to us in the night time to express our faith. Yishapich loy letoiva. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will then demonstrate begalui, how that thing was really for your best. lintsoy al yoday And that experience will enable you to walk out with treasures, treasures. va nega eshapich loy And in so doing, the nega will turn around and will itself become an oynig for us. Go a little bit further. And the same applies to all of us throughout our lives, but specifically in the current climate In the current experience of a world gone insane. All of these experiences, as Is the experience of a nega, is the experience of an affliction that Hashem comes to remind us about what life is about. You have to know how to read and translate Hebrew words. It's not that Hashem is coming to remind you about your sins and how terrible you are. We have to understand again the definition, what is and Why is hate bad? and What does Hashem want from us? So once we define all those things, it means, read it like this, that a Baruch who sends you these experiences to shake you awake to the most pleasant, glorious life of Dveikus with Him. To be able to remove ourselves from these chatoim that are all in an in, in expression of wandering astray from our essential rut zone. Like the Pesach says, means to deviate. And a Kaddish Baruch wants to bring us back to the nasa li kimes ha'adam, asa li ha'adam yashar. To the yashars before vehem habikshu cheshbon izraven. If a person experiences pain and a person experiences suffering, what do we do? We look into our actions. That any calculation that we make about our lives and the negative things that we experience are for the purpose of bringing us close to the master of the world. That's what the Pasuk means. On a simple level, it means when there shall be an affliction of Tsaras on a person, and he shall be brought to the Koyhin to decide whether or not this person is Tahar, Tame, and so on and so forth. What's the deeper level? What's the meaning for you and I in 2022? At the very end of history, at the finish line, dor Mitsuyan, we live in a wonderful generation. Never been a generation like ours. Never. There's so much openness, there's so much beauty, there's so much depth. It's incredible what we have. It's incredible what we have. Mama's glorious, our generation. What's the purest for our door? When a kadosh sends a person in affliction, zehu shal v'huva el hakoyen. Yeskari Vila Hem Hanikra Koihen. Buhu Vala doesn't just mean will be brought to the high priest. It means we'll be brought to the master of the world who's called Koyin. And that's the purpose for Negatsaras Adam El Any experience that we have of challenge, of suffering, of pain, of darkness, of having things taken away from us, of no eider. And the experience of header after header and, and lowly Bahamius after lowly Bahamias and being knocked down two billion times is for the purpose of Bahuva It's an opportunity in as much as it's a challenge is also called calls All the while that a person's heart is not broken, that a person doesn't feel a void. The person thinks, no, I'm good. Everything's fine. And I'm a Torah observant Jew, and I'm davening three times a day, whatever whatever it is for the men, for the women, and we're doing what we need to do, and, this, and everything else, and that's fine. The Pasuk says in Mishle, is Every person who's not self-aware and who's not shaken awake to the awareness of what we can be called upon to do. And it's not just about the quantity, but with what quality are we serving Hashem? And that's the soul of the lost princess. And that's what we're trying as a community and as a chevr to try to reclaim, to live in this way. is So that I'm good. Even if this person is very far away from the potential for what he could experience. And even if this person, knowingly or unknowingly, just in terms of the ignorance or not having put enough time into to learn what exactly is called upon, we're called upon to do, the person is transgressing this and doing that. We haven't learned properly. And how to go ahead and to fulfill the Torah. All, all the time. And the person still gets angry. And is acting in an ego, in an egotistical way to circumstances. And not having ideals in mind. And allowing ourselves to be blinded. And so on and so forth. Or he does not want to recognize the evils. He doesn't want to recognize the corruption, or he's not able to. Each new day just behaves like the last day. And he considers everything to be peachy. Listen to these words. In HaKadosh Baruch Hu's great and overwhelming mercy and kindness we don't even know what's good for us Hashem is trying to be misaken us HaKadosh Baruch Hu is trying to fix and to rectify in ways that we can't comprehend that's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants is to be misaken to bring us into dvekas, to bring us into a state of tikkun not to enable ourselves to Wander throughout the world and to waste ourselves and to waste our time. And to enable the person to come before our Kadosh Baruch Hu, just like it's coming the end of the zaman, and a lot of the chever already left. For the chever who were learning in Yeshiva at the end of a winter's man, in a doima, a person who made use of his man and a person who, did, who didn't. And it's not a matter of like, okay, you did the right thing and you did the wrong thing. It's 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 the experience of paradise or Ganem. That's all it is. It's not about Sechar ul Mahabah, Forget about that for a second. And maybe for longer than that. It's mamash about being able to get on that flight knowing the Talmudai biyadai, Kipshutai. Coming back to your friends and family a different person, an elevated person, a more developed person, and so on and so forth instead of a person that just really wasted an opportunity. Now, blow that up a thousandfold in terms of our lives. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, not for me. For you, I want that you should make use of your zman. For you. That you should come back at the end feeling satiated, satisfied, healthy. A glowing image of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's vision that he had. Yisrael, Allah, במחשב התחילה. HaKadosh Baruch Hu dreamed about us. And so HaKadosh Baruch Hu in his great mercy sends this person suffering. Kadeshi is in Maisa, so that the person is then able to go ahead and to choose to rectify his ways. To recognize that as of now, the person is not yet walking in the way that he's supposed to whatever he thought until now that he's a perfectly fine and 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 refined Jew and in yiddish he's a, he's a fine and sweet Jew he's still distant and there's more for him to accomplish not for God for him to allow us to experience the most satisfying fulfilling meaningful kind of existence and even alignment with the objective truth and a world God insane, to become HaKadosh Baruch Hu's witnesses, not that we walk around testifying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but that we are be'etsem, testimony, it's a difference, not atem eidai no'um HaShem, not eidim, eidai, you are my edus. you are, like David Amal, not David doesn't Davin, but he says, I I am a tefila. That's what a Kiddush Baruch Hu wants from us. To be Megali as created creative at Salaam Alokim, to beam that godliness to the world. And the world needs it more than ever now. More than ever, the world needs Yidin to mamish yidin. Mamish. To look past all the shtuyot and the politics and the, the pettiness and the, and, and the oylem azekayt and to mamish go beyond, To finally embody this, 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 what we've been gifted. And to bring that to the world. This will finish when a person is able to break that illusion of arrogance and to admit, I'm still a long way off. I'm still far. But I know that I can start now. And the haraya I could start now is that Hashem cares about me enough that he reached into my life and he shook things up a little bit in the gentle way of a father. Shaking his kid awake before Vasik and to walk with him just because he loves him, wants to spend time with him. In a gentle way, because he wants a relationship with you. And he's trying to communicate to us in all these adarim with a Revach B'Nehan. So the person won't immediately react. How could this be happening? How could God do this to me? And so on and so forth. Don't ask how, ask why. Not how could, why did. Why did he do this? Not Lama Azavtani. Why? Lima. For what purpose, Azavtani? Lima. And it's an answer in and of itself. Lim ma az The answer is who wanted to bring you to ma. What's ma is the level of bital. Maisra Abinu says, an aren't ma kisalinu elinu. Ma is also gamatriya adam. That's what it means to be an adam. atem kriyam adam. And as much as you're mavutal to the message, and as much as you're mavutal to the mission, this is what it means. Atim kriyam adam. Veloyu umas ailam kriyam adam. Ma. Lim ma you of tani rebanashulalam. You're beating me down. You're not breaking me apart. You're breaking me open to let you in and to let you through me so that I can become a person that's exuding godliness to the world. Not to to scream testimony on street corners with big cardboard signs, but to be an edus, to be the testimony, to be a prayer, to be a praise. The person will thank and praise the master of heaven and earth. Because of his incredible and overwhelming love, and he does love us, and he does, and I know that sounds so cliche, he loves us. Hakkadish <speaking in Hebrew> Baruch, who sends us all of this in order to help us come forth, to help us come back. Not so that he can examine us in his throne but so that he can envelop us in his embrace. And from this moment on to try to be a bit better. And in that way, we turn the davara itself into a davar toiv, and then it becomes very easy to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to thank Him for all the negativity that we're experiencing. I bless us, like I said before, we should come to the end of this period of time. But while we're coming to the end of it, even as we're just trying to deal with what's happening now in the world and process it and hopefully this should be the end, we should be able to process all of this in a human way with feeling, with compassion, with, with empathy and with sympathy, but with empathy but at the same time we should be zoiche to extract the meaning from the meaninglessness. To turn the nega into oineg. To allow the pasuk about nega which says nega tzoraz kisiyah ba'adam for the purpose of to bring us closer to our Baruch, not further away. It's sadik let our munah in this dark, dark, dark moment, right before dawn, when the girl says it's the darkest, let that faith bring us to life. We're holding on by a thread, Khevra. But we are the Mesois kol ha'aretz. We are the pinnacle of all generations. As It's not easy. It's extremely difficult. But a Kodesh Baruch who trusts us. So let's keep on holding on to him. Let's share basurus Taivas. Let's only th- let's only share good news. And let's continue to learn together the tire of Tzaddikim, the tire of the gu'ulah, the tire of balance, the tire of nuance, the tire of broad-mindedness, the tire of depth, the tire of meaning. And thank you all for being a part of it, Mamish, Each and every one of you. I'm not sure that we're going to have live shiurim over the Pesach break. We're flying to America next week. A couple of events. Bezir Hashem will post those. Um But I don't I don't know if we're gonna have it on Zoom, but I do plan on pre-recording things and then posting them. Like Abi Pesach and so on and so forth so we can continue this journey of our Pesach uh, preparation, But thank you all for an incredible Zaman, all of the Sikhs around Shiyrim that we learned together, all the Parsha Shiram and um what can I say? Ashrenu. Ashrenu Ligamri chavra Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your night, rest of your day, rest of your week. And uh, we should only share good news. Have a beautiful Shabbos up ahead. Thank you, Cheva, for joining. Cultiv. thank you so much. Avoidas, avoida. You got your hands on a copy. Thank you, Cheva.